Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith-Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and hey, hey, that it's will Kimberly Smith-Austin here, to take and action. I am coming to you live with the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yes, yes. So Misty, we are here and we want to say Happy New Year once again. We know that you are pumped and ready and, and planning to do big things in this 2021 year. So we thought we'd bring you a topic, hmm. something that's in the heart and minds of everyone across the world. Today, what are we talking about, Misty? Health. Yes. Because it is your wealth. Health is your wealth, friends. Now, I know many of you are entrepreneurs, business owners, and emerging leaders, and you're ready to get out there and crush it when it comes to making more money, building businesses. But let me tell you, the first thing you want to look at is your health. Are you being a good steward of your health? See, I know personally, and I'm going to start with a little story. Now, I grew up on in Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, and I grew up in a family that was pretty much Southern raised, and they ate food, all kinds of food, all <laughs> kinds of good food, I might add. But one of the things that I noticed as I started getting older, as much as I enjoyed the taste of the food, that it wasn't necessarily the good food for my heart and for my health. And so I decided to make some shifts. Early 20s, start shifting what I was eating. And as I started shifting, I started noticing my energy levels, my sleep patterns, and a lot of things that started changing. And that decision caused me to travel down a whole new road. And I'll tell you more about that as we get into this episode. But something small made that shift for me. And that was a difference for me. Misty, tell us a little bit about your background when it comes to health. For many, many years, I was an athlete. I even played a college sport. And in my 20s, I was very committed to my health. And then in my 30s, it started to slip away where I didn't mind fast food again or I wasn't taking time. I thought working meant I stayed in front of my computer or doing my job for 10 hours a day. And um, the fun part was is I paid for gyms. I just never went. Sure. So as we know, for some of us, it's harder to be committed to lose the weight as we get older because we have this stupid excuse that says I'm older. It's harder. But as we learned in mindset, whatever we tell ourselves is the truth. So I was on this journey of, well, I'm getting older and at least I'm not that big, right? Looking at others. And then I I've met Kimberly <laughs> and age had no bound. And Woo! as I was talking to her, uh, we, we know people what in their 60s that every weekend run 100 miles, and I'm not exaggerating. So that really blew my mind in the sense of, you know what? I'm using age as an excuse yes. to not focus on my health. And it's time. As we got older, and especially this year, I realized if not when, if not today, then when. Yes. 
That's a great point, Misty. And you mentioned this year, meaning 2020, meaning COVID, meaning global pandemic. This year, we saw so many people get face head on with COVID. And those that were healthy versus those that were unhealthy had a different ending to their story. And when you think about that, studies have shown that there are so many critical things that we have to do for our bodies and include in our daily regimen to ensure that things like COVID and other critical life-threatening diseases don't take over. You know, I was just reading an article that said the Journal of American Medical Association said that vitamin D was critical in the process of reducing your exposure to COVID. They found that 80% of the people who contacted or excuse me, developed or got COVID, 80% of them were vitamin D deficient. Mm. That's a big number when you think about it. Now, I know all the studies on vitamin D and sunshine and mood and all those different things, but who would have thunk that it had something to do with COVID? So we and, uh, realized, go ahead. This year, you know what I learned? I was doing a training with <clears throat> my co-host here and there was three things on the board. It was your sleep, your workout, and your diet. And out of the three, what affects the one you the most? And, yeah. and I thought it was my, my workout, my movement, and so did everyone in the audience. And it turns out, simply as you started the show, it's what we eat, it's what we put into our body. And then Kimberly always says, you can't outwork a bad diet. That's right, friends. Oof. You have to recognize that. And I think for years, so many said, oh, I'll go work out. And right now we're at the top of the year. And so number one thing that people are doing, they're hitting the gyms. Now I know it's a little different situation, but even the outdoor gyms are packed. People are getting back on their regimen and it's all about movement, but it starts beyond the movement. 80% of this journey of living a healthy, vibrant, long-term life is centered around what you eat, what you put in your mouth. I'm sorry. Did you say 80%? 80%. That's huge. It's huge. Now here, let me say this. Can you lose weight from working out? Absolutely. Absolutely. But as Missy just quoted me, you can outwork or out train or out eat, out perform a bad diet. It's you know what I'm guilty of Kimberly? Whenever I start working out, I allow myself to have more treats because I worked out. That's what most Is that people normal. Do. Yeah, that's what most people do. They think, OK, I worked out. But really, when it comes to weight loss, we have to have a calorie deficit. Ooh. And how we burn calories is either we eat less or we exercise. But if you're looking at, and I'm going to give a really simple example, 1800 calories a day, average woman. And if she's looking to lose 10 pounds, here's the truth. One pound equals 3,500 calories. So in order to lose one pound a week, she needs to cut 500 calories a day. And that's either going to come through diet reduction, meaning caloric deficit or working out. And I'll tell you, if you want a real solid combination, do both. Hmm. But realistically, I know most people think if I work out, I work out, I work out, I'm going to lose the weight. Yes, you can, but it's not sustainable. And we want to look for something that is going to sustain us for the long haul. And that is a good, healthy diet, i.e. nutritional process plan that you're subscribing to on a regular and consistent basis. 
Ooh, I love that. You know, you know what else I struggle from is I could come out of the like a cannon, poof, the first two weeks and then fall. Do you have any advice for us, for me and our listeners on consistency? Oh, that's a great, that is a great, great question. I think consistency happens through a couple of different ways. Number one, you have to make the decision. You have to decide that this goal, that desire to lose weight and work out, it has to be number one, your goal. You have to own that thing. Because what happens is a lot of times we're losing weight to impress the neighbors, to (laughs) attract the new guy, or because of I'm going on vacation, I need to wear this wedding dress. And the motivation isn't really there. It's not heartfelt. It's not a true why. And as a result of that, we find that we don't stay on the boat, right? We fall <laughs> on, we're on, and we're Jump on off. the boat. Yes, consistently. And so it starts with the decision. And then the second one is the commitment. And I believe that there's a difference between committed and interested. So often in this lifetime, people say they want to do something, but truth be told, it is they are interested. And interested means I do it when it's convenient. Oh, guilty. Right? My, I'll give you a prime example. Just an hour before this podcast, my son sent me a text message and he said, mom, can I have pizza? Now, he normally eats pizza, but backstory is he committed to give up pe- a cheese for 21 days. That was his commitment, not mine. And when you think about that, he obviously didn't fully decide to give up that cheese because he wrote me and said, can he have pizza? Because he was not committed to it. He was interested and interested means doing it when it's convenient. Mm. Committed says I do it no matter what come hook or crook. I'm going to make it happen. That's kind of like my mile experiment that I talk about all the time. One mile a day, I'm doing it no matter what I am going to make sure it happens. And then once you make that commitment, a couple things have to happen. Number one, you've got to act on it. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other day after day. And I think something that's very helpful is to get a coach. Someone like myself, someone like Misty, someone that can come alongside you and help you stay accountable to what you told yourself. Because accountability starts right there with you. Now, once you have fully decided, committed, and start taking baby steps, actions towards it, you're then putting yourself in a position to win, to really win and see that goal come to life. Those are four strategies that I've used consistently over and over again to see the success. I love that. And one of the things I want to add is I'm at my best when I'm accountable. And we we always talk about self-accountability first. And I think that self-accountability first comes from your why deciding yeah. like it's nice to fit in a, in a better pair of pants, but that's not going to get me up in the morning. My why needs to be stronger than the pizza. My why needs to be stronger than the junk food that I put into the house. And so it's not just a, a matter of I'm deciding I'm ready to lose weight or, or be fitter or however words you want to do it. The crazy part I had to realize was sometimes because I had a connection, I was self-sabotaging my own journey. Yeah. I would lose 10 pounds and then put more on, or I would start to lose weight and stop and start making these self-sabotaging decisions. Like, Oh, I worked out yesterday. How many people have said that I worked out yesterday uh, when you've made that plan at the beginning of the week to work out every day. 
So really sitting down with someone and helping them, especially a coach, because a coach gets you through the bowl beep. They help you work through your own way because sometimes we're a decision away from being that person we want to be. And we don't know what's blocking us, but a coach can help us work through that. And what was blocking me was the fear of gaining more weight. Cause I've been on crash diets for years, more than I want to admit to and really coming and getting a coach to help me understand it is a lifestyle change. And until I'm ready to do that, a magic pill is not going to help. And at the point when you get to the point where you're all enough is enough. And a lot of people say, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I want to get on the scale and not cry. I want to put on those pair of pants that make me feel like a million dollars, but those are the benefits. That can't be the reason. The reason truly has to come from, I want better health. And I've known two gentlemen this year who knocked out a hundred pounds. It took them a year, but it really was their, why was their family? They're starting to get older and they wanted to be there for their grandchildren. And for some of us, it might be, I want to walk a flight of stairs without being winded. And so this is the part where it's, it's coming to, if you can't figure out your why, but you have the want, tap someone in to help you with that why. Because that why is so important. And the other thing with accountability is, when you tell someone you're going to do it and they call you and ask you if you do it, it's hard to say no. Like, oh, I, I thought I was, but we really don't, you know, there's something built in us where we don't like to let people down. Sure. And if we don't like to let people down and we don't let ourselves down as you build on your word, oh my gosh, that is so stronger. I know for me, I'll be like, oh, I feel like working out today. And that doesn't mean I will. But if Kimberly calls and says, I'll see you at the mound at three, crying or not, I'm going to be at that mountain at three. So really right. is accountability doesn't have to be this heavy word of do it or else. Accountability could be this word of, yeah, this is going to help me. The accountability is a tool, not a life sentence. Oh, if I said it, I'm going to do it. No. Yes. I want this end result. This is a tool that's going to get me there. That's it. And you know, side note, aside from health, that's, well, it is health. Our accountability groups and programs that we offer are designed to do just that, whether it's in your business, because so often we have goals in our business, you know, sales goals, productivity goals, scaling goals to build our business to the next level. And if we don't have someone to hold us accountable, Right now, we live and live and work in a virtual environment. Everyone's at home. Well, large majority of people are at home. And there's no one there dragging or breathing down your back to help you, push you, encourage you, inspire you to take those next steps. So we want to encourage you to take a look at our accountability programs because they range from business, life, and health. And they're going to help you go to the next level in your life. Now, I, I chimed in on that, but really wanted to, to tap back in into what you were saying. That accountability is everything. I think it's probably one of the most important things in our journey, not just in health, but in life and in business. That's why mentorship, that's why coaching, that's why personal development, self-development are so important when you can actually take a look at those things. And I believe it's the missing piece to everyone's puzzle. It's that missing piece. Because truth be told, we're not going to hold ourselves fully accountable. You know, we're going to stop just before we get to the finish line. And some of us are hard chargers and we're going to go all the way. But the large majority will not. And so as you think about your health, think about putting those elements in place. 
And I want to talk about a couple couple things, but today I want to start with talking about why health is so important, but more importantly, why it's important to do one of the three things I want to share today. The first one is investing in your health, Hmm. invest in your health. Now for some, that means investing time because right now you're not showing up for yourself. You're not actively participating in any aspect of your health. We want to encourage you to take some time to develop a health plan. What am I going to eat? When am I going to move? How many hours am I going to sleep? When am I going to stop and breathe? See, I believe eat, sleep, move, breathe. Those are the four core elements when it comes to building health and sustaining health. If you are not spending time in those four areas, and I'm going to say daily, Mm. you're going to find yourself bankrupt. I have so many people as a health and fitness nutrition coach. So often that is one of the things people have not found the balance in their lives so that they can invest in their health. So when I say invest, that's invest time. Number one, number two, it may mean invest money. And I know a lot of people are on a budget right now as we go through COVID, COVID. but I want to ask you, if you have cable TV, <laughs> if you drink a Starbucks every day or some extra thing, then you can certainly invest in your health. That extra 25, 50, 75, and even Missy said 100 pounds has been weighing you down and stopping you from achieving what you want. So now it's time to say, you know what? Wait no more. Literally, wait <laughs> no more. I don't want it anymore. And I'm ready to invest in my health. And that means maybe spending that money, investing in a coach like myself, or investing, if it's not me, someone else, someone else that can give you a roadmap, something that will actually work with who you are and who you want to become. Because here's what I know for a fact. When you invest in your health, several things happen. Number one, your energy level goes off the chain, up, 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 and up. You live at a 10. (laughs) I wake up at 10 and I, I can only go a little bit higher as I go throughout the day. Here's the other thing. You're more productive. You're more productive. People who invest in their health, and I just did a study and said that people who invest in our health take the time and they're able to finish work in about 42.5 hours in the normal week. People that are unhealthy, it's about 50 hours to do the same type of work. Now think about that. That's eight hours saved. That's another whole work day by simply taking time out and investing in your health. On top of that, you know what? You become more attractive to the world. And I'm not saying those that are overweight that you're not attractive because you are. But I want to tell you, I did a workshop for the real estate uh, organization in Southern California, and the title was called Branding from the Inside Out. Because people, organizations are normally attracted to individuals that are, you know, healthier, believe it or not. And And I throw the study out because it's factual. But what I found is that the results are overwhelming. They did some studies to show one person versus another. And the people that were healthier or at least looked healthier got more business. So if you're in a place in your life and you're saying, I want more business, I want to go to the next level. You know what? You want to be able to outperform your competitors or your colleagues. In order to do that, you've got to start with your health and your health. Go ahead. 
your weight can hold you back from your energy. It could hold you back from your business. Your business can be impacted by your weight. And you know what? Another study showed is your sex life can be impacted by your weight. Yes. Yes. It is crazy. That is huge. And, you know, I've recently been looking up some great articles. It was talking about corporations are now seeking out healthy employees because they realize they can get more from that healthy employee. People that are like marathoners or Ironman, they're, they're, they may be ADD, <laughs> but they're more productive and they get better results. So just a little side note to keep in mind. So I say all that to say it's so important that we invest time and money into our health in order to get those returns that our heart desires. And you know what I appreciate um, is I learned from you and another one of my friends that is vegan is that that time is so important because at the point where we're hungry, that's where we make bad decisions. But for vegans, sometimes they have to call ahead to restaurants. They have to make their own stuff. I know when we go sometimes on trainings, Kimberly has her own lunch packed and my friend did too, because they might not have options on the fly. So they almost have to protect their, their food in the sense of what that is. But I learned too is meal prep. If there's a bunch of food in my fridge, I don't cook it. I eat out more when I have more food because I'm like, oh, that's going to take a while. But if I open the fridge and healthy food is fresh and ready, Mm -hmm. I'm more likely going to grab and go and I'm going to grab and eat that. And it only takes less than an hour a week to to get the things you need to do. And now shopping is drive up, back up, open your trunk. People (laughs) put that stuff in there. So we're we're getting back all this time. I know um, two Kimberly used to work with meal prep companies that do that for you. And your only worry is doing that. We work with uh, supplement companies. So taking the time to learn about vitamins and learn our deficiencies and and put that into us. It's not just about, Oh, I'll make a decision. It really is. I'm going to commit to invest in the time. And it's the small things. The meal prep is not hard, but man, you're setting yourself to win the rest of the week. That's right. One of my favorite partners, that's what they do. And they take time off of your hands. So if you don't want to make the time, invest in the, in the invest with your money to get the results. Because in the end, being healthier is going to make you happier. And, mm-hmm. and I believe it's so important that you do that. And one of the things you mentioned, Misty, was protecting. And that's my second point when it comes to health. We have to protect our health. And let me tell you, step number one, which is invest in our health, is going to help us protect it. So if you spent time investing in the food you put in your body, which in turn makes you more productive, makes you healthier inside and out, you're getting the sleep that you need. You're going to find that your protection of health is amazing. You're protecting your health from things like COVID and some of these uh, diseases and viruses that are constantly, you know, hitting our country, hitting our world. And it only happens through you taking proactive steps. See, I believe we have to be an advocate of our health. It doesn't just happen overnight. We can't just lay around and do nothing and expect our health to improve. Sleep is one of the biggest things that so many people don't value. And I know it's because we have a million things to get done and I am included. There are some days when I don't get enough sleep, but do you know that sleep deprivation causes you to lose your cognitive skills, number one. Number two, it directly impacts your weight. There are studies that show you that five days of less than five hours of sleep, you can gain up to 1.8 pounds a week. Did you hear that? 
1.8 pounds a week by simply not getting enough sleep. So not only are you cognitively impacted, you're going to weigh more as a result of that. And then you're walking around like a zombie. You're making more mistakes. And so when you think about protecting, we have to think of our health as a vault. You know, our health is truly our wealth. Our ability to stay healthy will determine our ability to stay wealthy. If you want to earn more money, invest in your health. Look at one. all the people around the world. Big names, Tony, Tony Robbins. Um, I can name millions, but right now my brain is blank. Millions of people who spend time investing in their health because they know that where that starts, everything else is centered around it. That's why I'm so passionate about helping people find that balance in business, life, and health. And it all centers around that health. And protecting your time. I love that. I know uh, Kimberly's going to get up and work out. That's just what happens. So we schedule stuff around that. She doesn't schedule meetings. And then her health, she schedules her, this is what I'm doing. Even in the week, you know, these are the three days that this is this time. And then I can schedule my life around that. But how important is it when you're on Sunday night, as we train, your week starts Sunday night to get out all it is. The first thing that goes in your calendar is you is your health, is specifically, what am I going to eat this week? And when am I moving? When am I working out this week? And you start every Sunday like that, yeah. your week is going to come together so much better. And we guarantee you, you're going to get more done. And it's going to affect your bottom line. Bottom line, big time. And you know, when you said that, I want to uh, really elaborate on that protected time. Again, you, I said protect it, but it's protected time. And what I mean by that, that's your time. Misty, you coined it. You know that every morning, that's what I do. And for me, I actually carve out three whole hours in the morning for my protected time from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., that's my time. Now, I will tell you, in the midst of those three hours, I do have a small little client base that I deal with. I teach an online class. But realistically, that's for me, too, because guess what? I don't teach. I lead. I lead the class. I don't just tell them what to do. I'm doing it, too. So there's another investment into my health. And then from there, I continue my ritual from meditation to affirmations to really just spending that time moving. And those are ways that I invest every single day. Now it's a rare day that I don't. And that's if I overslept, something happened and the day is wild and crazy. But even then I try to find time at the end to get it in. That protected time is critical. I, I wanna veer really far off right for our listeners to understand this for some of our other shows is that you're telling me you, and I'm being condescending, you found a way to get paid for your passion and your health <laughs> by carving in 6 a.m. work workouts, six, three days a week where your people come, they work out with you, but you're not, you're doing the whole workout, what you're passionate about and you're getting paid for. Whew. Well, you know, you said three days a, a week. You said three days a week. Let me correct you. It's six days a week. Monday through Saturday, I incorporate something, either as seniors or high intensity athletes to runners, six days a week. I build my passion from my purpose to make a paycheck, which by the way, you'll find more about that in our book, <laughs> Millions of Possibilities, where we talk about taking your passions and creating a business and an income stream for yourself. 
That's power. That's power right there. What's the next step? I'm writing this down. <laughs> the next step, I believe that after you have invested in your health, which is an ongoing process, number two, you take time to protect your health, protecting your time, protecting your body. Number three is sharing it. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. And that goes back to that accountability piece, bringing people in your community with you to be a part of the journey. And the reason we do that is, is multifold. Number one, it keeps us accountable and it helps <laughs> other people stay accountable. Number two, I believe, I believe it's so important. A lot of times you hear and read stories about people who've left legacies behind. And so often the legacy is tied to financial legacy. They left a million dollars. They left $17 billion. They left an enterprise, an organization. But what if you left a legacy of health? Ooh, tell me more. Uh, that's what I think is everything. If you build your health, you invest in it, you protect it, and you share it with your friends and family. See, for me, I have a 14-year-old son that I started investing and sharing my health accolades with him. So at nine years old, he ran a, mar a half marathon. That's 13.1 miles for a nine-year-old. He was a second degree black belt in martial arts. He's an excellent swimmer. But you know what? I led those examples for him. And as a result, now we have a legacy. My, my hope and prayer is that he continues. <laughs> but that is what I believe is important. When we do it, we share it and we find people to come on board. Now, there's a large population of people who think I am absolutely crazy because of my health endeavors and things that I personally enjoy to do. But those are things that give me a high. You know, I get high on life every single day by my movement. I love to eat the food that I eat. And so now I've taught my, taught my friends, my family, how to eat well, how to move well, how to sleep well, you know, and those things will last forever. No one can take that away from you. Even cancer. In 2011, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And although I was healthy, you know, I was active, I got breast cancer. And I tell people all the time that cancer doesn't discriminate. It doesn't mm. care who you are, what color, what shape, what size, how healthy, not healthy. And it, and it, and it, it happened to me. But I'll tell you, although it happened, I knew that it was not the end of Kimberly. I knew <laughs> that. I knew that there was more story to be written. There was something left behind. And so I took that information and I then went to the next level. I was already crazy. Now <laughs> I went to the next level in my health to say, what else can I do? I was already a vegetarian. I already worked out probably five days a week. Now it went all the way. You know, I've changed to fully plant-based. I'm active every single day. Now it's probably two workouts a day, if not three sometimes. Yes, I'm crazy. But, you know, <laughs> I say that to say when you have that energy, when you're putting the right food in your body, you have the energy to do those things. And even though cancer may have taken me in the backwards direction for a short period of time, because I couldn't work out as intense as I had to or as I like to, but now it had me reset. It had me reframe my brain and rethink about what is it that I want to leave? And that, again, the legacy of health. And so I, I stepped it up to the next level. One of my favorite stories is um, in our book, Shameless Plug, Millions of Possibilities, taking you from inspiration to monetization. You talk about how during that time where you weren't running because the doctor said, 
uh, you started a walk club and eventually took that walk club, all those ladies and some gentlemen to the next level. When you were back, you, they all started running. That's right. That is an amazing share. And you know, it, it goes back to what you just said, you know, the concept of taking that passion because I was running before cancer and I had to step back and walk. And, you know, and that's a great point because a setback is really a setup for a comeback. If you are experiencing any health problems, any health challenges in your life, know that it's not the end of your story, that you can come back, you know, with the, with the commitment, with the decision and baby step action, you can get back to an even better then. Because let me tell you, I am better, faster, stronger than I was before cancer. And I think it was a shift in recognizing that my health is my wealth. I love that. All right. So I'm a couch potato. I get all this information. What's my homework? Where should I start? Well, I think, again, it's going to start with the basics. And we're going to have some action steps for you in our show notes, just really getting you to think about those three things I talked about. Number one, investing in your health. And I think it starts with discovering your why. Why, why do you need to do that? Why should you do that? Now, even if you're saying, I don't want to and I don't need to, I'm here to tell you that you do. <laughs> you only have one life. And in order to enjoy that one life, it's going to have to start with investing in your health. When I was 20, oh, I thought I could do anything. But now this girl right here, who's twice that age, I can beat that 20 year old girl because <laughs> I learned the value of investing in my health. I invested money. I invested time. I invested effort. Those things paid off triple fold. And that's what I want to say. Make an investment in your health. Number two, find out ways to protect your health. How do I protect it? And again, it goes back to investing, but maybe there are other things you can do. One of the things I like to throw out is right now in the midst of COVID, this pandemic, increasing your vitamin D, increasing your zinc, your vitamin C, all those things have been proven to boost your immune system. That is protecting your body and looking at your gut. Your gut health is where everything kind of starts, guys. Your gut is the second brain in your body. And if your gut is healthy, your brain is bought, your brain is healthy and your body is healthy. That's another protection mechanism. And then the third one is sharing it. If you're doing something awesome and you decided to take up a new leaf and start moving, grab a friend, grab your husband, your wife, your children, take them out there with you. Whether it's in your basement, if you live in the Midwest, maybe it's in your living room, or maybe it's outside, which is my new favorite place. Go out there and get people involved in the process with you. Know that you can do it. The simple act of a decision followed by a commitment and then action, that will take you to the finish line as it has taken me over and over again. You can be your own superhero. I believe it. Oh, I love it. So where do you start? You have all these great things lined up and I'm going to make a recommendation to one of our sponsors, which is the made to be fit. Uh, clearly Kimberly is our, uh, the founder, but the made to be fit team is intense. Uh, there's online workouts. I don't care where you live. The people will, they're online working out. You could, you could join them. There's challenges. Oh my gosh. How many miles did I get in May? We did the 
the walk every day challenge. Uh, there's a whole program on gut health. What is it? Five days? Yes, we have a starter five day and we're giving it away for free, for free, five day gut health program. Five day gut. And we're going to have all these in the notes, but I want to have, there's challenges where we get the community involved. Kimberly's yes. done that. Where this, um, How many people did the, uh, the, the May one? I mean, with the, your site was blowing up with people like just uh, walk a mile a day was the thing or as much as you could give and add to your steps. And we had yeah. calendars. We can mark how many steps and people are getting excited. So we could, it was right before summer. We were kind of already second month of COVID. So that was really nice. Um, meal plans. I know yeah. uh, for me, Kimberly, what you really helped me out with was I didn't see it as what I couldn't eat. I had the pivot to this is what I get to eat. And everything on the meal prep plan made me feel better. Sometimes I had the bad habit of having a heavy lunch and then it dragged the rest of the day. But if I put more energy at lunch, that rest of the day is going to go by not only faster, but I'm going to get more done because I'm not weighed down while I'm digesting. I think a lot of times it's what we don't know that impacts us the most. So even having a little education about that. So it's, we know from today and from studies that if we could work on our sleep, what we eat, our movement and breathing, that that's going to take us to the next level. And if we have a coach educating us and helping us with that, there's no stopping you for that. No stopping, no stopping. In fact, as we go into the new year, I want to invite all of you to join us for the reset and recharge challenge. This kicks off on January the 18th and it is exactly what it says, reset and recharge. Let me tell you what you're going to reset. Number one, we're going to reset that sugar craving. We're going to kick it to the curve. It's all about a sugar detox. We're going to follow it with a, a gut recharge or gut rebalancing. And then lastly, we're going to boost your immune system. So it's three phases, six week program. And I have had this program and it's changed lives. And it's a jumpstart to get you started on the new year to really help you reach those goals that you want and that your heart desires. And I want to tell you, health is contagious. How they, so? You know, people can be contagious, but health is contagious. Uh, you ever reach the zone, like the first few workouts might be a little hard, but eventually if you stick with it and stay committed, you need those workouts. It becomes part of your daily, like I need to get out there so I feel more like myself, not less like myself when I'm out pushing myself. And when you feel better, you have this radiant energy that others vibrate around and they want to feel better too. And if you're a leader or you're an influencer in your family or in your friend circle, if people see you taking charge of your health, they're going to want it for themselves. Uh, parents, uh, and we're at the largest child abusity rate than we've ever seen in this country. And I'm not here to shame or blame, but I'm here to tell you, we need to do better for our children. Yeah. You saw a, a while back, but even McDonald's started to shift. Not that I'm recommending McDonald's because even though they shifted, it's still not all that great for you. But what I am saying is as the adult in the family, we need to start with those habits with, for our kids. We need to teach our kids about health. And one of the best ways to do that is to focus on ourselves and our health because people learn from example. When, when they see someone doing it, they're going to start doing it themselves. So it's more about looking outside yourself to like, yeah, I want to be healthy, but what lives are going to be impacted from your decision and commitment and consistency? That's good. 
That is so good. You know, I'm super excited that we were able to bring this topic forward this week. I know that it's the beginning of the year and that's one of the biggest goals, question marks, uncertainty that people have. And obviously something we're very passionate about. So really excited. We're excited to tell you that next week, our topic is going to be about the other biggest New Year's goal or resolution, which is money. So health and wealth, health and wealth. This week it was health, next week it's wealth. You must come back and join us for that episode because we are going to be sharing and dropping some nuggets. And we have a special guest that will be joining us next week. 25 year CPA joining us on the show live. Make sure you tune in. There's something out there waiting for you. Now go go get get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.